Right? This is dangerous. <laughs> I'm dangerous, baby. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Splay this week. Yep. Yeah. Episode whatever. <laughs> episode whatever episode this is. We don't even care anymore. Yeah. Um, what up, everybody? I hope you're having a chill ass week. Welcome to Splay. Uh, this is this is the show where we fuck you in the end. <laughs> <laughs> We're that friendly. <laughs> We're that friendly. We love you here at Splay. Um, no, seriously, what's up, guys? Uh, okay, today's topic of the week, the weekly topic, is, uh, let's see, cock, mock, <laughs> museum, woods, Tony Blair, Grey Jedi. Grey Jedi. Okay. No, the real topic of the week it is... Was uh, it was Tony Blair. It was Tony Blair. No, yeah, I don't even know. Who's Tony Blair? Isn't you know? he like a British royalty? Tony Blair, probably. He's almost super important. Um. Okay, okay. All right, seriously, what was the main... F- the main oh the big mirror the big mirror I don't what the hell was that oh okay no fuck that topic um, the main topic of the week I'm gonna change it right here on the fly yeah I'm changing it. it yeah mm-hmm. has to do with excitement okay mm-hmm. how it's necessary to um build up hype you would say or no? Well, yeah, we can talk about that. Okay. But, but, but what I really wanted to get down to in today's, this week's episode yes. was how it pertains to depression. Okay. So it's a little bit of a talk on depression. But the idea that I think that human beings, mm-hmm. you and me, maybe other people. Maybe some other, <laughs> Maybe a handful. A handful. Here's the thing, man. There's something about excitement. Okay. I read an article. I don't remember the source, <laughs> don't remember. but the point is they were talking about uh, PTSD victims mm-hmm. and how they were, oh, they were looking forward to buying like a, like a Tesla Cybertruck or something like that. And, um, they a began, yeah, so they put down their down payments only like a hundred bucks, something like that. Yeah. So what's interesting about that is because you have to sort of pre-order it like five years in advance. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have to go back in time. You have to go back in time. Yeah. If I've... Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Five years in the future, you have to pre-order it from the past. The point is that it, it allows a unique opportunity with car buying where you actually could potentially save up for the car instead of paying in post. Normally, we take out a loan. We buy the car. We pay it off in yeah, post. As you go so along. here, because it's an exciting car that you're actually looking forward to, you have to save up for it. But what was interesting is they decided to save for it mm-hmm. and they started working and saving away money and, and just that soft hint of something to look forward to, just that, just that little nuance, that little touch in their life of having something that they were working toward mm-hmm. uh, helped ease um, their P- PTSD. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying that it's the excitement of looking forward to something or having something new that you kind of forget the day-to-day drudgery or your yeah. your past experiences. And that is a good therapy, retail therapy, I think you would call it. Because you're like, hey, I'm going to go out. I've had a bad day. I'm going to go out and go shopping, right? I'm going to go buy stuff. But, you know, sometimes that's not the best type of therapy if you're not managing money well, right? Yeah. So... Your example is good where you're saving up and you have a goal and you get that goal. 
but it gives you that little peace of mind. You're like, okay, it'll be all worth it once I get this. Right. 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 It makes it at the end of the day, most of us are slaves. Let's just be honest. We're like we're we're yeah. we're, we're we're soft slaves, right? We're yeah. we're slaves in cushy, <laughs> cushy, cushy. The prisoners with jobs. <laughs> yeah, we're the prisoners with jobs. Um, and, and what I mean by that is we aren't. Most of us are not really free at any given point in time to step away and forge our own destiny. You know what I mean? We're 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 shackled to whatever our employer. There is, yeah, there is yeah. a form of being shackled to your employer, but you, if you want to release that shackle, you have to take a very financial hit. Yeah, you have right? to take a lot of risk to break your slavery. So that's why, as we're slaves, in that um, we don't, most of us don't have ownership of no. our job. Meaning that if if the company we work for does exceedingly well, most of us don't see an extra dime. No, right, and that's what I mean by slavery is is you aren't able to have sort of control over your destiny if you work harder you don't necessarily see any better return right? yeah that, that's you're, like the been standard thing of capitalism well like of all things really it's like if you work hard you're going to make more money for the upper class right. than right. yourself so and, and and a lot of times our financial situation isn't such that we're allowed to take risks right so it's exactly. like you could you could argue well i can you can break out by mm-hmm. starting your own business but a lot of us aren't in a situation you know maybe we have people that we are caring for you know what i mean we're not in a situation where we can reasonably take that risk. And yeah. because of that, uh, we've ended up into sort of a slavery position. Would you say that uh, putting that goal on a high pedestal and then something financially happens where you have to take that goal down? Like, I can no longer have that. Would that trigger more, P- you know? Wait, say so that again. So okay. we're going back to the goals, right? We're, going, yeah. we're stepping back. We're rewinding. Yeah, rewinding. We're back on point. You're like, here's what I want. Car. Over here. Yeah. And then you're working your way up to it. Things are going good. Fi- something financial happens. Jo- you lose your job. Something happens. And you're like, okay, I got to step back from that goal. Yeah, that's an interesting thing because if that's what you're living toward, if mm-hmm. that's kind of what's keeping your mind... Your mind calm. Your mind calm because that's what it is. It gives you something that you can say, okay, I'm a slave, but there's something that I really want. It's mm-hmm. achievable, right? I'm yep. working toward it. And then you hit a financial hardship and suddenly that goal that you've been sort of pouring everything into, no, even you know, it's just a new car. Yeah. It, it could, could be, be anything. A simple step, you know? Yeah. Uh, I always like to look at it like you start with a goal, but if something happens, you can always go down to the next step. You have a reserve goal. Mm, okay. Or you, you make a new plan to just where you're okay. You know? <laughs> I think you have to, because because otherwise that could be devastating. You yeah. you spend two or three years, four years, or almost to your goal, and then something happens, and inevitably it will. That's life will always throw stuff at you. Yes. There's another segment of this show that I would like to spin off called Relentless. Okay. And it's it it, it, it revolves around this idea that life is relentless. Yes. Life will always throw something at you. And so, in order to win at the game of life, you do not need to overpower life. You can't overpower life because life endures forever. Oh, yeah. So, what you have to do to survive and win at this game is it's a game of stamina. Mm-hmm. And you have to be <clears throat> relentless. That's how you beat life. You beat life at its own game. You become relentless. You become this beast of like eventually life's going to F up and forget <laughs> to throw something at you and that's when you gain ground, right? You, you become the vengeance of life. You become death itself. Yes, <laughs> you be, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You become the bringer of death. Yeah. You know, you become, no, no. not no, not at all where I'm going with this. No, no. Yeah, kind of, maybe a little bit. Kind yeah. of a little bit, not really. But not at all, but mostly on point. You I get you. I mean? Well, no, I like the idea that you're, like you would come on, a different type of show spinoff where, 
you're sharing uh, things that have happened because a lot has happened to me, but yeah. Yeah, constantly. It's, it's a constant barrage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I know that you've been through a lot and I know that everyone, all of us are. Mm-hmm. Uh, every every one of us out there is going through shit, most of us, you know what I mean? Except for the top 1%, you know? Oh yeah, they're just fine. They're doing okay. You know what I mean? Um, but the, the point is that I don't know. Someone from the top 1% reached out to me. What do you stress about? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I can't imagine they have real problems. That's the thing. What are their goals, right? Yeah. Is this like, how much more money can I actually get from doing nothing? Do they have goals or do they just kind of chill? Do they coast? I don't know if they actually, they might have a goal, but it might be not really within the realm of anyone actually working. So it's, it's hard to say. Again, it would be interesting to interview like Jeff Bezos. It would be interesting yeah. to interview, uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg or who uh, Tesla. Tesla, yeah, Elon yeah. Musk. Elon, Elon Musk. Musk obviously has a goal, so that makes sense. Like, I, I don't think Elon Musk is chilling. I'm sure he has. He has to have this relentless mentality as well because he's getting thrown curveballs, and the reason being that even though he's in the top like point one percent, he is. Isn't he like a Sentai billionaire now? He's he, like a 10 billionaire now, right? I mean, he has his billions of dollars and everything, but I view Elon Musk as the guy, <clears throat> he's not really a snake oil salesman, but he's more of like, you know those comics where they had like the see-through walls, x-ray vision, you know, that kind of salesman? Okay. So he's, Wait, 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 wait. Whoa. Well, wait. <laughs> yeah. I totally lost you. Where, x-ray vision? Okay, you never seen those old comics from like the 20s where they would advertise like, uh, build a nuclear submarine or, you know, send in five ninety nine, and we'll send you the plans to build an airplane. Oh, okay. Y- you know, though. Sure. But anyway. No, but no. okay. <laughs> I view him Not like that. <laughs> it's like, hey, send me $599. I'll, s- <clears throat> I'll send you a flamethrower. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So he's selling stuff that... <clears throat> We're talking about the flamethrower. Yeah, it, it works. Well, I mean, but the Tesla really works. Teslas do work. The rockets really work. Yes, but he's advertising it kind of like, hey, get your mom's credit card. <laughs> get your mom's credit card. <laughs> Send me forty nine 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 thousand. The point I'm trying to make with... Yeah. <laughs> 44,000. Yeah. Great Jedi. I want, I've, been, I've mentioned it multiple times now on the show. Oh, I yes. want to talk about that. Supposedly, George Lucas doesn't think they're real, which kind of may, like hurts my feelings. But I think this there's this awesome concept here about being able to balance dark with light because I think in real life, I think that's really the, what, key, thing. the key thing is being able to balance dark with light. Well, okay, so the metaphor of the great Jedi being the balance of the, between the two, but then you have the real life one, <clears throat> which is more like booty or no, what is it? The yin and yang, right? Okay. You know, the balance of the light and dark. Yeah. To know that you're not perfect, that everything will always. Well, I wouldn't even say that it's that you're not perfect. I think it's that you are supposed to be not perfect. Yeah. And that is perfection. But by what I mean is you're not supposed to be perfectly one or the other. You're not supposed to be perfectly white or or dark, you're supposed to have balance because if you are perfectly light, if you are perfectly forgiving, perfectly compassionate, yeah. right? Perfectly turn the other cheek type of a guy um, or, or gal, I or think gal. that um, <laughs> you will be potentially taken advantage of. And so I think you have to have some level of darkness in you. You have to be able to experience rage. You have to be able to experience aggression and hostility. And so I think you have to be able to take on passion even. And that's, I love how George Lucas talks about that, how passion is, is 
um, something that you give into the dark side, but I think at Gradget, I would be able to understand that passion is what is is life. It's part of life. You can't deny passion. Yeah. But yes, it can lead you. It can lead to uh, anger, right, or or hostility. But it's necessary. Well, you have okay. So if you're fully light, you have the good aspects of everything, but you're you can become a fanatic about it. That Where, too. There's that, fanaticism. Right? Yeah, like if you are not even one part of the light, you're gone. You know. Yeah. The, the, like the crusades and, and that can that can lead to more suffering than than you can get just from the dark side alone exactly you know I mean? and then you got the dark side which is just like the, like you said passion you know passion sets me free and is my will so yeah. they're that's more of enforcing but their they, will yeah but they don't have compassion yeah right? exactly and so there's this balance where it's like the purest truest Jedi in my opinion would be these hypothetical gray and again grays are not canon and they've been I think like vehemently denied by George Lucas like he's not about the gray Jedi but in my opinion if there were such a thing they would be the purest form because they would be able to walk the balance that would be the the truest skill the truest like success I'm trying to think of a anyway the the pinnacle right would be able to walk the balance between the dark and the light yeah and use both powers without succumbing to either you know what I mean I think the gray Jedi were just kind of you know, an offshoot of like either fan fiction or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And were. then George Lucas is like, no, I don't really want to write him into the story because yeah. why am I going to give him more father? You know, he's pretty much done with it. Well, it's not only that, but I think he's, I think it's, he's, he doesn't see that you can have balance or, or, the, or that's just not part of the universe in his mind. I'm not sure why he's against it, but I think it's such an interesting topic because to me, yeah. that is a truly interesting character. You know what I mean? It is, is someone. Well, it's not that the dark or the light sides are less interesting. It's just that that would be a truly powerful character. So if you could have one or two yeah. characters in there that are able to walk that balance. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, doing the whole uh, light and dark. You know, if you see everything black and white, but you don't have that gray tone in the middle, and you just are one side or the other, uh, kind of like the whole ninja code, you know, the ends justify the means. You know, whatever we did was the right way. So they're one way or the other. Right? (laughs) It's just silently looking around like, I don't know, man. Yes. And just justify the means. That everything they did meant that the end result was just. No. No. Guys, um, but yeah, I like the great Jedi idea. Okay, something, something on on Dark Jedi here, guys. Okay. Apparently, there's this thing in, in our society, right? We talk about danger and passion. Mm-hmm. <sighs> something I've noticed: women and men. Attraction to danger. Specifically, there's a real thing in society um, where basically men and women, they, they, they're sort of this, this is the, this is the person you date mm-hmm. or this is the person that you, you have a fling with and then there's the, the, the marriage material, right? You, you, I don't know if you've heard of that. I've seen, but yeah. You, you, you date the dangerous guy <clears throat> or the dangerous girl, you marry 
you marry the dangerous, you marry the, the boring one. And I've literally heard it phrased that way. Like really? You marry the boring one. The one you marry is the boring one, which is can be disheartening. Um, and and it's an interesting dynamic out there. That somehow we're we're attracted to danger. We're attracted to ruthlessness. We're attracted to aggression and passion. Mm-hmm. Right. We're attracted to the dark side. The Sith are attractive. Why are the Sith so attractive? You know what I mean? Well, they're, they're so seductive. I think with them, it, it, like you said, it's the whole forbidden aspect, right? I don't know that it's forbidden. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I, I I like to think. I like to think that it is something about survival. It's a, it's a pure evolutionary thing. The dangerous one is the more aggressive one. Mm-hmm. They're the entrepreneur. They're the salesman. They're the aggressor, right? Yeah. They're the um, they're the one that's going to produce more downstream. So just from a pure evolutionary standpoint, danger is who you mate with, right? Mm-hmm. But now we're in this weird, interesting place in society where we no longer need to live as single creatures in isolation in the wilderness. We now have to be able to get along and work as a society because a team of monkeys will beat the more aggressive, stronger monkey. So it's no longer just about physical prowess. No. Mental strength. Mental strength! <laughs> no, and the ability to cooperate is now just as important as single person, single creature physical strength. Yeah. So you now have the need to cooperate, which means you have the need to have compassion. Mm-hmm. Compassion... And cooperation and planning are now just as important. So we're in this weird place as a creature, as a, as a species, where on the one hand, we're inclined to select for the individual, yeah. the, ma- the alpha male or the alpha female, whatever the case is, that is the dangerous one, the ruthless one that can survive one on five, yeah. that can beat out the other lions. We're still attracted <clears throat> to that. But on the other hand, we also have the need to be able to select a mate that is going to be able to be intelligent that can they can avoid the engagement altogether they can keep your offspring safe you know what I'm talking about yeah I get what you're saying yeah I, I just had a funny thought it's like so what you're saying is maybe we should do a mixture of both and have the polygamy <laughs> maybe 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 that's the road we should no See, this not is, no, no. <laughs> just no <laughs> just say no kids say no to polygamy yeah um but I get what you're saying that you you I mean, in society, media and everything else has been like, hey, this is the ideal person, you know? Mm-hmm. They got everything together. They got their um, wits. They're compa- they have compassion. They're strong. And they're all there, you know? That's how they portray them, right? That's what I think with it. We all have to be the ultra being. We have to be the alpha male and the intellectual and the compassionate. Mm-hmm. So, guys, married men out there, married married guys, I'm talking to my guys right now. What I'm thinking is you got to be more dangerous. And so what I'm thinking is just everybody needs to, like, strap <laughs> on a lightsaber dildo, put on some Trent Reznor, and bust out the Darth Maul face paint because we just need to look we need Scary. to be more dangerous. We need to be more. How more dangerous do you need to be? <laughs> Look, honey, I'm going to jump down backwards from the stairs. Here we go. <laughs> right? This is dangerous. I'm dangerous, baby. <laughs> don't do that, guys. Don't. Yeah, don't. Do don't that. Please. Nobody jump backwards down the stairs. Um, and and the lightsaber dildo may not work. I'm just I'm just saying. It, maybe it depends. It depends. There's an interesting thing is that looking looking dangerous versus looking just just 
stupid batshit crazy <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know so you're you're in the garage working out yeah and you're pumping iron and you got the lightsaber to yeah, there's <laughs> neighbors are walking by and you're like it's an art show it's an art show i'm compassionate I'm compassionate okay you got the darth mal face paint on you know lifting weights <laughs> well you're rocking out with well you got the song you got playing strap on lightsaber sweet alabama playing <laughs> that's what women want okay that's what they want this, we know what they need we know what women want we figured it out on this show I want everyone to be walking around like Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> now on. Just blue paint, red paint on half your face. Yeah. You look like um, Braveheart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With a, <laughs> With a lightsaber strap on, okay? Okay, that's... And you pump iron. You're going to find ladies this way. Trust, trust me. <laughs> Uh, women, I don't know what the equivalent would be for women. I don't okay, know. they, they uh, put women, on a, <laughs> they yeah. put on the Catwoman outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they, um, what was the female Jedi thing? Sith. The Sith. Wait, what are you about? What are you yeah, about? Because the the male have the lightsaber. Yeah, well, females have lightsabers too. But I'm trying to think of like something that's more like feminine, feminine in terms of like the the the, the phallic representation versus. Oh no, women! You well, freestyle. Yeah. You can freestyle, freestyle it. <laughs> Just figure. So, uh, you guys, you guys got it covered. Um, that's interesting, though. That we are attracted to danger. Yeah. Um, memes were called bits. Did you know this? Yes. What the hell? <laughs> All right. So before, I mean, the term meme was just a situation, right? Yeah. But in comedy, you're like, hey, I got a new. Is bit. that what it means? It means a situation. Yeah. Is that what it originates from? It's like it's a You're situation of a, everyday life. But a it's small just, glimpse of everyday life? Yeah, it's like a little bit of like, hey, this was funny, you know? Okay. I got an antidote or I got a bit. <laughs> I got a bit. It's a bit. It's yeah. like a snapshot. Interesting. It's just like a joke bit. Yeah. I've been working on this new bit for my comedy routine, you know? You can make up bits. You can do stuff. I guess memes kind of take theirs from real life, though. Maybe. Yeah. Because a comedian can say anything he wants. You'd be like, I was walking down the street and I saw this guy. Uh, but the, even the even the comedian has to be describing something real. It has to be anchored. Well, anchored in reality yeah. that you would believe that it happened, but yeah. it couldn't have happened. It to has him. to be believable in the realm of human psychology, right? True. It, so it has to be, which means there's a rep, there's some form of like they could be talking about space nuts. Yeah. And so in the, you know the the concrete reality of that scenario doesn't exist. Yeah. But from a social perspective. Right, um, the the guy grabbing his space nuts. Right, he he would actually be something that that would exist in our society. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I mean, you can These make may jokes. Not be space nuts. They would like, be like actual nuts. Okay, yeah. Like he was out reaching for. He's like, here, yeah. I have a bag of space nuts, real nuts. Yeah, and See, he's but, him to but the comedian can talk about them being like in space. Yeah, yeah. So that makes the joke work. But you could make jokes about fantasy stuff too. You know. Lord of the Rings and whatnot. Yeah. That's not grounded in reality. Jokes have to be something <laughs> that you can relate to, and I'm I would there's more. There's more. 
But I think you have to, I think they have to actually be. It's just like any any art form, right? It has to be grounded in reality. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there has to be a real human connection there. Like in the deepest, darkest, or brightest, most vibrant area of your mind, you have to be able to associate to either that uh, depiction of extreme uh, beauty or 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 you know again darkest. It is, it is to your dark. audience that you have to relate to them. You know something yeah. that they would understand. If you're making a joke about abstract something or other. Let's, you know, it's like, oh, this cubic portion of this painting, you know why that's funny? And they're like, what, why? Yeah, why is it, why? why yeah, is it, why? and if you don't even know why, well, then is that funny? Is it funny? <laughs> look at that, look at that part. If a tree falls. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else do you want to got? I'm out, dude. Here. I am fresh out of stuff. <laughs> And uh, that's all I have. You sold your last stock of toilet paper, you're gone. That's it, man. I am wiping with my bare hands. (laughs) I don't know, man. You're trying to put my ass in the sink. You're (laughs) running against the lawn? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Good morning, (laughs) Good morning, John. (laughs) Just bring the paper. (laughs) (laughs) And he's working out with the Batman, you know? He's over there. Yeah. This is our future. Yes. Future. Um, See, that's what future... (laughs) The future should have been. Not flying (laughs) cars. That's what the future should have been. Yeah, not flying cars. It should have been... Wiping your ass. Wiping your ass on your front lawn and uh, working out in your garage. Yeah. Yeah. Half naked. Half naked. That's what the future should have been, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's it, man. That's it. I, I, it's gonna, probably going to be a short episode today unless you got something else to talk about. Let's talk about rhythm. Rim? This is the rhythm of... <laughs> oh, rhythm? I yeah. think you said rim. I'm like, rim of what? Rim. Uh, rapid eye movement? Rapid rem. Sleep. <laughs> bleep. Fuck. I, I did read... Uh, I did hear that when you sleep and everything you've learned from the day prior... You you know you repeat it in your head over and over again, mm-hmm. so you learn better, right? I've heard that. So get enough sleep. Bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> sleep matters though. Sleep does matter for the mind. Get yeah. sleep. Get some exercise. Be relentless. Um, remember, remember this, guys. <laughs> life is relentless. Life is always going to throw stuff at you. You mm-hmm. have to be more relentless than life. You have to be so relentless that one day life is like, oh, fuck, I forgot to throw an <laughs> obstacle his way. And that's when you gain ground, all right? The point is that you don't stop. Some days you don't make progress. Sometimes you go backwards. But as long as you keep pushing, mm-hmm. eventually, right, you will win out. And that's what we're doing here on Splayed. You're pushing and against. We're just pushing against nothing, right? We're just going to keep making shows, keep yeah. working to improve. And one of these days. Because there's nothing in our way yeah to suppress us yet well there is well it's there's invisible. the lack of success <laughs> <laughs> there's a lack of success in our way but we keep pushing against that just, lack just realize that you're wearing a green shirt yes. it's going to be impossible to do the green screen crop you can put my face <laughs> on my shirt <laughs> yeah you're, your whole body's going to be cropped out of the show or make it like a natural walk you know like little animals going by <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> You should do that. Uh, okay, so or, your head's going to be floating yes. in your arms. You're going to be disembodied. <laughs> it's going to be a wonderful time. There. Yeah. Just letting you know. Um, going to just release your shirts. It's going to work. It's going to work. We'll figure it out. You put 1950 or, yeah, 1920s black and white movies. Yeah. Dracula. <laughs> 
stuff. You know, the backgrounds are all, but my shirt's all different. That's it, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. I want something else to come. Should we just? Should we just sort of like let's just meditate here for a minute, see if anything else comes. All right. Um, We're gonna go. Yeah. See if anything else arrives. I can't think of anything else at the moment. Cadence, clarity, Casanova, Cocker Spaniel, Cocker, <laughs> Cockadoodle, uh, Crow, Kingston, starts with a K, Ram. <laughs> Clarity. <laughs> now, now I'm back at the beginning of the loop. And you came full circle. Full circle. Um, a perfect circle. An yeah, imperfect circle. Not much new. Square. <laughs> Baloney. <laughs> Hexagonal. Hexagon. <laughs> Carbon nanotube. Carbon nanotube? <laughs> yeah. A nanotube. Thin line. Blueberry. <laughs> Word association. It's like the psychology test for fallout. <laughs> I'm just trying to get an idea here. It's not working. Dude, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm drawn out. I'm, You're drawn out. I'm low on energy. I'm low on ideas. I think we're going to have a short episode this week. That's cool. I know. We got things going on, don't we? Splayed. What's up, guys? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, hi. You, oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> You scared the crap out of me. <laughs> uh, give us a like. Give us a favorite. Hit subscribe, please. Hit subs, please. Jesus God, yeah. <laughs> hit subscribe. And uh, and yeah, we'll bring you some more content. Um, we'll bake some more. <laughs> well, yeah, have a chill last week, guys, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, that's it. That's yep. it for this week. All right. Yeah. Good episode. Later. Late. Okay. Watch my shirt for new advertisements. <laughs> <laughs>